Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about advent calendars, specifically. <laughs> Lego advent calendars. I mean, you know, like it's the tis the season question mark. Yeah, it will be soon. It's I mean, they announced them, and I also like so. The other thing about some of these is like in years past, I will see someone like post like like do do like oh, oh man, let me post every day of what, what's in this thing, right? And then, then by, by that point, it's too late. And they're usually like hard to find in sold out places. So you know, so we'll talk about it. That is a really good idea, you, though. Like, I kind of like, I kind of like that, uh, that idea of doing that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, I mean, I, I got more enjoyment out of some people's advent calendars than I think they probably did. You know, <laughs> just from looking at them in years past. Um, like, uh, I forget what it was. Like, it was like three or four years ago. There was a really good Lego one. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, you know, I was just, I was into it every day. Cause like, I, I didn't spoil myself. I didn't look up like what was in it before. Cause you, like you could do that. Um, but the person, like whenever they would post, it would be like, oh yeah, here's what's in the thing today. And I was just like, you, you know, wake up and you look and see what's in this person's advent calendar. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, Chris. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that later, but what have you been up to this week? Oh man. All right. So, uh, this week, um, I think the main thing I've been up to is the, over the weekend there was a uh, Idea Xbox sale, a um, bunch of games on sale for super cheap, like eighty percent off or whatever. Got several, um, got several games for like a dollar, two dollars, three dollars, and then um, I picked up one. I think it was uh, maybe seven or eight dollars. It was the uh, it's a game uh, that was originally um, being developed with Avicii, but it ended up being finished after. He passed away, and uh, it's basically like this rhythm game where you're you're in this spaceship and you're listening to Avicii songs the whole time. It's not yep. super complex. It's not super like uh, you know. I would I wouldn't necessarily say this is like the pinnacle of gaming, but it's fun to do uh, on the easy difficulty and just kind of like go through these these uh, these levels and listen to these songs. Um, it's it's like you're using your controller, and I mean, there's some some funky things about it. Like I I mean I'm not super great at rhythm games anyway, unless it's like something like the, I don't know what it is about like Guitar Hero or DJ Hero. For some reason, they're way easier for me to to, to figure out than on a controller, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I mean, I, I'm sure if I practice and practice and practice, I'd be great, but uh, it's worth it was worth a, a play, and it was fun and uh, musical, and I enjoyed it greatly. Well, I was about to say, like, worst case scenario, unless it's just like either unplayable or so hard that you can't progress. But like worst case scenario, you just listen to the like some sweet music oh, totally. for a while, yeah. you know, some sweet Avicii yeah. music, you know. Yeah. Um, so um, that's pretty much that's pretty much most of what I have done in the past uh, few days. I dig it. I dig it. Um, as far as uh, there was a lot of good things that like I saw on that sale. Um, as well. So, uh, I don't know if it's still going on or anything like that, but if anybody want to, you know, you should check it out. It might be still going on. I don't know if it is or not. Um, but yeah, uh, the, uh, speaking of like indie games, Chris, um, I have tried out Hades on game pass. Like that's something that I, uh, nice. I did this week. Did uh, you already talk about that or no? So I, I dipped in and I tried it out and I like, you know, but I've got to come back to it. 
and uh, and that game is still real. Like it, on second playthrough, so I've played through it on on Switch or whatever. But on second playthrough, because like I know like what I'm doing now where I'm like, Oh yeah, I like this weapon a lot. Let me just invest all my points into this weapon. And like, let me, uh, let me, you know, try to get this type of thing. Like having a strategy going in, it's been much, uh, smoother of a process where I'm just like, I feel like I'm like, I feel like I'm jetting through this thing almost to the point where I might be missing like some of the story, you know, the second time through, um, because I'm going too fast at it. But, uh, but it's uh it's it's a blast, dude. That game is so so good. Um, so if anybody has Game Pass and has not checked it out, they should they should just definitely check out that game. Um, but I have also the uh so we had a hurricane hit the uh the lower part of the United States or whatever, right? And uh and so there was a thing that I saw like people were doing um where they would fly over it on in flight simulator because they have the live weather. Mm. And so I oh, did whoa. that. Could you fly through the hurricane? Yeah, you can fly through it. Um what? and but and like it's 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 an experience. Like uh we we kind of like I got I got into it and I was like, "Oh man, I don't know what's this going to be like." And so like I picked like my favorite plane, which was like uh it's like a twin engine kind of a propeller plane and I got into it and I'm just like, "Oh my goodness, like this is it's just raining and super windy and I couldn't tell which way was up and like I like and then he break I broke through the clouds like as I was going above it at some points cuz like the real time weather thing um obviously it's not like exact but like there are like cells like thunderstorm cells or like these these like larger areas of like pouring down rain and then it clears out for a second or whatever and uh and then it kind of comes back in and so uh but there's like lightning all over the place and it looks wild uh whenever it's just kind of you know maxed out like this is the stormiest of the storm that you can possibly get in the the world of flight simulator um and so, like, I swapped out to different planes. I swapped out to like the giant, you know, seven forty seven, uh, you know, flying hospital that uh, that you can like go super high up in the air. And like, so we you know flew over the clouds where you're like just really high up. And sometimes, like, even that, like, you would just be inundated with being in the clouds, and and it'd be so windy and stuff. Um, but dude, it is it was it was an experience. I uh, I I didn't even know that that was like a thing that they would do in that game. Um, That's cool. But like the real time weather thing, it's it it. it does do the hurricanes so and tropical storms and everything so it was a uh, it was wild that's awesome that's super cool i wish i uh well i haven't even really busted into uh into flight simulator the way i wanted to yet so uh but yeah i wish i'd uh taken advantage of that dude it, that's the thing like whenever i saw it i was like oh man did i miss it or whatever because it like just made landfall but you could also for for a certain period of time in flight simulator you can rewind some of the real time weather um, to like where it was oh, at wow. like yesterday, like for I think the twenty four hour window or something like that. So like you can kind of rewind and stuff. And but uh, like I, I real time was fine for me because it, it was just more like right on the coast, like inland a little bit. Um, so for whenever I, I did it, um, but while a lot of people were doing it while it was still like out in the uh, out in the Gulf, um, you know, gaining all of the all of the 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 steam, the water, picking up all that water. So um, that's awesome. But, but yeah, dude, it was a, it's 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 an experience. I also played more Psychonauts too, and dude, that game is just good. Like I uh, I I'm I don't know. Like I it's it is an old schoolish type of a vibe, but like not. But it's like all of the the rough edges of like what you think of as like 
older platforming uh, game design, like any of the pain points where you're like, oh man, you know, that's, you know, that's annoying or it's like, oh, it's annoying to do this or it's annoying to do that. All of those things are just kind of like buffed off and it's like, oh, this is like the best old school kind of platformer that I've ever played, <laughs> you know? Um, you know, where like you think about Mario, like Super Mario 64 or, uh, you know, that sort of thing at how Super Mario Odyssey or uh, actually like buffed up all of this as we're just, oh, this is like really like quick. Can you just go into the world and you do these things? Um, this is a little bit more leaning towards the like 64 aspect of like, okay, there's a hub world and you go on these missions and those missions are pretty linear. And rather than it being like more of a sandboxy type of situation within those missions, um, but like that's that's uh, just something that I've I've I have been really digging as I've been playing through it. I'm like, man, this is like uh, a really cool old style uh, 3D platformer, which uh, which I I've been happy with. That's awesome. That's cool. That's what I've been up to this week, man. Those those three games, cool, man. those th- those three things. Well, that's awesome. Well, in a little bit, we're gonna talk about um, Lego Advent calendars. But first, the news. The Uh, we didn't coordinate this at all, but um, I think maybe part of the news might be that um, coming out on Tuesday is Sonic Colors. What is the ultimate? Deluxe? Ultimate? Yeah. Yeah, ultimate. I'm pumped. For, I'm <laughs> pumped for this. You sent me a message earlier today and said, "Hey, it's getting really good reviews, which is great." Yeah, like it, and that's the thing. Like this was one of the ones we talked about at the time. Where you're like, I, you literally were like, I have played all of the Sonic games, but this is one because it was exclusive to the Wii. You never played it, um, and yeah. Uh, and yeah, like it, it, it's uh, it's getting good. Like really, like good reviews. Runs you know runs really well. Like 4K, 60 frames per second. Um, you know, and it's like it's basically like they're like this was a great game. You know, then it's even better now because of the whole like graphical upgrade. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. Having played Psychonauts two now, I like am am almost I'm like I'm gonna wrap that one up probably this week, and I'm gonna be looking for the next thing, Chris. And it's like, should I just dive into the Sonic Colors Ultimate, like another another platformer, another kind of uh, 3D platformer? Because that one will get the speed. Like I'm I'm excited about like a Sonic game because there's nothing beats them for speed. You know, like what what's the uh, what's the Pirates of the Caribbean quote? <laughs> Well, the uh, no, yeah, none can match the interceptor for speed. Yeah, it's it's like that, but with Sonic, you know. <laughs> Sonic yeah, games. that's true. Um, cool. Um, what's the uh, what's the other news we have? All nine seasons of Seinfeld coming to Netflix in October. Yes, I'm so excited. Yeah, they. I mean, they took it off of a uh, Hulu a few uh, weeks, maybe months back at this point, and. Uh, I'm uh, super happy to announce that it's coming back to streaming services on Netflix, which is great. Um, there were rumors, and I guess we'll just see. They, they haven't said anything about it, but there were rumors that they were re, um, uh, re-scanning all the film so that it could be displayed in 4K. So we'll see if they did that. And um, if they didn't, then, um, then I, they have no, no reason for the delay. That would that would be awesome if they did. For a second, whenever you said rescan, I, I'm in video game world in my mind, and I was thinking like, oh, they are gonna reskin, and I was just like, what are they? What could they possibly, you know, like they do with, you know, anyway. But uh, <laughs> I was like, did they just replace like Jerry with a cat, you know, with a with just a animated cat the whole time? Um, but 
the uh, I'm excited about this, Chris, because it's like Netflix will like lose these like oh they lost Friends and they lost like The Office or whatever. And now they're gaining Seinfeld and uh, like so it's just watching the streaming wars of like oh you know this this platform is moving this this show is moving to this platform over here this one's moving over here and like now Seinfeld is on Netflix Seinfeld hasn't been on Netflix before they were pretty much just on Hulu right yeah. So it's just fascinating to watch all of the uh, the different streaming services trade all of these legacy, like huge, very popular, and uh, I would assume very valuable um, franchises. Well, and that's the thing. Like, so the, I mean, I think the interesting thing about Seinfeld is that like uh, like Jerry and and Larry, like their production, they have control over where this goes. Um, mm. And whereas you know something like The Office. Like that's not Steve Carell's show. He didn't create that show. Right. That's NBC's. None of, none of the cast to, has any say in any of that. Yeah. Yeah. To to do with what they will, and so like that's why it goes to Peacock. You know, their streaming platform, so that they mm. can pull people over to their platform. Um, and it is super tempting to be like, yeah, for six bucks, I can watch. You know, a month, I can watch The Office. Like that's super tempting for sure. Um, but like something like Seinfeld. I mean, Netflix paid. Uh, I think it's like almost half a billion dollars. For this, I forget how long the streaming rights are for, um, and their worldwide rights. That's the the difference. The, the, no streaming service has ever um, held worldwide rights to Seinfeld, uh, even when the, when they were on Hulu. Hulu had mm. the domestic um, streaming rights, and Amazon had the international rights. And now they're all in one place. Netflix has it for uh, the foreseeable future, all around the world, which is insane. It's insane. fascinating. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, like I'm excited said, like, because like. Uh, it, I, I feel like it opens up a whole new. I mean, e- this is the thing. I mean, yeah, a lot of people have Hulu, but like everyone has Netflix. You know what I mean? Like, if you're into streaming services, Netflix is like the baseline. You know? Yeah. Or or you constantly return to them because like I cancel mine every once in a while, but then a new a new season of Stranger Things will come out, and I'll be like, I'm back, <laughs> and then I catch yeah. up on that, and then whatever else I missed in between. You know? Um. And so yeah, it's like it's it's just that's that's the big in my mind at least from a mind share perspective, like that's the biggest one. It's the first one that would like hit it, hit it big. So yeah, the uh, it's, it is interesting. You bring up the fact that like NBC, because NBC owns the rights to like the office. It's like, Oh, I'll move them over here. And none of the writers are like anybody who is like on that side of things. Like they don't necessarily have like the negotiating rights to be like, how valuable is this thing? And you know, that sort of thing. But like, whereas with Seinfeld, you can see exactly how valuable a, a franchise like that is, which is just interesting from a business perspective, like looking at the, uh, the industry and, and how, things these old shows can be super valuable to uh to various services um in 2021 yeah other news chris some you know you know maybe maybe like you know less uh less interesting less exciting news i would say also probably less interesting news paramount is shuffling its upcoming theatrical schedule um, let me see. This is uh, the reporters. Reporters from uh, Deadline. Where Deadline reports that Top Gun Maverick will now open on Memorial Day weekend next year, um, shifting a full six months uh, from whenever it was going to be opening uh, originally. And then uh, Tom Cruise's other blockbuster, Mission Impossible Seven, will now hit theaters in August twenty or August twenty second, twenty twenty two. So, which I, I don't. Did they uh, did they ever announce a, a release date for the Mission Impossible? Was it supposed to be this year? 
So it was supposed to be early next year, I believe. And so that's what I mean. I think the entire schedule, it seems like, as I was reading through it, like everything seems to be around six-ish months delayed. Like almost the entire schedule is just like, you know, just like rotated all around to like next year and to six months later. Um, which is interesting. Like it's give or take, obviously, because like they have to fit everything in with the other things that are slated to come out next year. Where it's like, oh, you don't want this to go up against that on the same weekend. Um, but yeah, it seemed like roughly everything was like you know six months or so away from each other. Um, so now Paramount ha- no longer has any theatrical releases planned for the remainder of 2021. Is basically how that works out. Um, so yeah, so this includes the uh, the the Mission Impossible and Tom or Top Top Gun. So both Tom Cruise movies, and it also includes uh, what is it, Jackass Forever, um, and. What else did it include? It included something else. No, it didn't include anything else. But it did take, uh, recently, it took uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog off of its September 17th release date um, for theatrical. And so, like, that one doesn't have another, a new release date, I don't believe. So, yeah. So, that's, uh, you know, more more delays, man. Yeah, dude. Um, it's, uh, it's, maybe eventually we'll see these movies. Yeah, and like we talked about, like what was it? I feel like you know weeks ago at this point we talked about where it's like everything just like I don't believe that things are going to come out until they're just imminent anymore. <laughs> you know, it's like if if literally like things start, you know, it's like oh man, th- you know things have started going going south. Well, they'll, people aren't going to come to theaters. We're going to lose money on this. Let's just delay it by six months. And it's like that's the right call, you know. But at the same time, it's a it's just like I just at this point don't believe that these things are going to come out until they're uh, they're just a week or two away. So, yep. Um, I saw, so, uh, there's a, uh, a new game. Oh wait, hang on. There's one piece of news that I, I just found out recently, um, that I wanted to, to cover. So the, uh, apparently there was an article that came out or a blog post, uh, Forza Motorsport seven is leaving the Xbox game pass and the Microsoft store September 15th. Did you hear this? What? It's being it's being delisted. If you what? buy it before then, uh, supposedly possibly licensing issues. Um, maybe with the with cars, the songs or cars. Probably? Yeah. Um, which I need to ch- take a look at that game and see if there's anything in there. I can't remember if I bought that version. I know I bought Forza Motorsport Six, Seven. Was such a long time ago that I don't know that I bought it. I think I played it on while it was on uh, Game Pass recently. Hmm. Um, so that's, that's kind of a bummer. I don't like it. I don't like it when just games just go away and you can never get them again. Yeah. Yeah. That's really disconcerting. And like, and we've talked, we talked about whenever they were going to shut down the Vita store, like earlier this year, whatever, which, you know, they delayed, like when are they going to do that? But, uh, but like we talked about how, like, that's just frustrating from a game preservation standpoint of just like, well, if you just like remove this thing from the store and nobody's going to be able to purchase it brand new anymore, what does that mean? What does that even like? What, like, what does that mean for like years from now when people look at the lineage of like a Forza Motorsport where they're like, oh yeah, there's you know here's five, here's six. That progression is pretty great, and then it goes right to eight, you know. And, but I don't know. It's just that's a weird one, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's, and. I know, like some games will be like, oh, the music licensing or something like that, but that series doesn't have music, so but like you would assume just the car licensing, some of the licenses that they have from the the vehicles that are in that game must just be like 
expiring or too, you know, and somebody doesn't want to re up or it's going to be too expensive and to, to maintain them. Um, I don't but like, you'd think that it may be a patch to remove those cars would like solve that. I don't know. That seems just seems like such a strange thing for it to be delisted like that. Um, this was the year that for the next motorsport was going to come out like the new one. Um, but, uh, we were getting a, a horizon instead. So, yeah, that's true. Uh, which I'm super bumped and excited for. Yeah, I, I that's my my favorite of the two uh, arms of that series, the Forza series. But uh, you know, it's just interesting that uh, that they're delisting this one at this point before like the next one's out. Do what is is like is this is seven the last like is that the latest no, one? No, that's in the, the latest. Yeah, that's the newest one. Yeah, that's so the like newest it's, one. It's to me, it's like odd that they're de- like removing well, that I mean, one. I mean, before the next one comes out. Well, there's how many? What Forza d- debuted with Xbox One? Was oh. it six? Was that six? Okay, I'm gonna look at the Forza. I mean, when did series. when did this when did uh, seven come out? And, and is six delisted? Like that's that's what's weird to me. Mm, you know, that's a good question. Uh, let me see. Hang games. on, I'm gonna try Let's to look see. in the Microsoft Store right now. And see if I can so, find yes. seven is the most recent one. When did that come out? Uh, 20, 20, uh, 17. 2017? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, they used to go every other year would be a motorsport, and then on the alternating years, they would have a horizon. Um, so Forza Motorsport 6 is that in there? Like, is that that's the one that came out with the uh, Xbox One launch, I believe? It doesn't look like oh, hang on. So listed in the store whenever I searched for it. Well, there's Forza Motorsport Six, but I, but I bought it, and maybe that's why it's showing up. I haven't. Like I don't I know that I bought one. it. So let me look and see if I can purchase it. I'm on the, the app because I see Forza Motorsport Six and Seven. Mm-hmm. But that's it, and I think so. I know Six I bought for sure because I wanted to play the NASCAR stuff in it. That Dude, means- so let's see. Premium edition. It does not appear that I can buy Forza Motorsport Six anymore either. So it probably um, got delisted as well. Yeah, because I can only redeem a code for it. Um, is what Crazy. it seems like on the uh, on the on the app, like or not on the app on the Microsoft Store. So, so yeah, I so I think it's showing it for me because I bought it. Probably just a normal thing that they that the series ha- like happens with I the wish, series. I wish that they would just like do a big sale on it before it le- leaves or something like that. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like I mean, it's just that's that's so odd to me that it would uh <laughs> they would delist it like that. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's wild. No five. Forza Motorsport Sport Five was the one that was on like the launch of the Xbox One. Okay, so you can't even get that anymore. I don't think. I think no, that's delisted I'm, too. Yeah, unless you buy a physical disc from Amazon, it's uh, which you can get it still from Amazon. It looks like how much uh, is it running new for thirty three dollars? Okay, so it's not like jacked up real high or anything. No, not terribly uh, expensive or anything like that. But um, but yeah, so like that's interesting that uh, that the the motorsport series just goes away after a while because, as far as I know, the Horizon series doesn't have that happen. Um, Fascinating, Chris. Fascinating. Um, and then the last piece of news. What was the last piece of news? There was some. Uh, there was something. Else. I got way distracted by all that just now. <laughs> yeah, we we chased that chased that rabbit down the uh, the old 
rabbit hole. Yeah. Um, something else I was thinking about, like they have licenses in those games and motorsport games for the different uh, racetracks as well. So maybe not, it's not a, a car manufacturer. Mm. It could be like a physical location, um, like licensing that they, they have uh, in those games. So that could be something that would expire after a certain period of time. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Oh, man. So, did you find the last piece of news? Do you remember? No. Do you remember oh, it oh, it was that game. It was the game, that Marvel game. I don't really understand what it is or what it's about. Yeah, there's new gameplay for for the uh, Marvel's Black Suns, which is a game what being developed by... Um, I didn't even know this was a thing. The XCOM developer. Um, they announced it at uh, opening night live. And uh, so, you know, so it's it, it was the tr- the cinematic trailer was released that day, which was cool. Um, this gameplay looks really interesting. It's kind of like a there's a card element of it, like a, a almost Slay the Spire-esque card uh, element where you're you're battling with these de- this deck and uh, empowering your characters and, and that sort of thing. But it's also position based on a map like a tactical RPG like XCOM and and. Uh, it's just interesting like it's a it's a weird combo of uh of gameplay and i'm interested to see what the reviews say whenever it finally does come out and uh that's about that's about all i have i I do love a good tactical game but uh i'm not huge into the old card uh battling games so it's it's combining something i love with something I'm not as into. I mean, I like so Hearthstone, we'll but that's really the only card battle in the game I've ever liked, and I have not picked. Up, but I, you remember how how much I used to be into Hearthstone, dude? And so I'm just much. like not anymore. Yeah, and that's how how it goes. You like you miss one one card deck, you know the ba- the card back or whatever it is, and then uh, you I feel like you were out after you missed the one. You were like, I just can't care anymore. No, I mean, the, <laughs> I mean they uh, they. They, I think what, what what it was was they get rid of like the decks as you go. So like there was, I mean, I had some really good cards, and then like you can still play Legacy where everything's mishmashed in, but they don't do any kind of like balancing like in that. Um, in that, it's just kind of a free for all, hmm. and uh, but then like all these Legacy decks get rotated out, and I'm like, well, I have to start all over again hmm. and possibly spend more money in this, and like for some, like, I'll spend. A, I mean, obviously, obviously. Uh, I don't know. The listeners don't know this, but I, like I will spend a ton of money in Warzone, like on skins and all this kind of stuff, battle passes and all this junk, um, gun blueprints. But like new, like cards. Whenever I had a perfectly good deck of cards, that's yeah. that's like crossing the line for me. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's it is a pay to win situation too. Like I feel like in so many ways where you're like, well, if I can't use the deck that I've I've spent this time with and that I've I've built up over time. And now have to spend a bunch of money to buy a whole brand new deck. It just feels it feels bad, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, because you're paying for new gameplay elements essentially. Whenever the the old gameplay elements should have per- been perfectly fine for you. Uh, so I don't know. Yeah, that's that always gets me. Is if you have to pay for new gameplay elements of a of a game that you've been you know working away at and been happy to to upgrade the one that you had so yeah yep i think with that that's the news all right man it's time to talk about advent calendars the weirdest thing well maybe maybe the weirdest thing but one of the weirdest things that we've talked about on the show um (laughs) in terms of how niche they are and in the middle of the summer so um, yeah. now is the time to get your advent calendars because, as you said, by the time we get to the point where you need an advent calendar, 
uh, they are largely sold out. And yep. Lego makes some cool ones. I'm sitting here looking at, uh, we can kind of go over a Marvel um, advent calendar, Star Wars, um, a Harry Potter. Um, the standard one is, is is appealing to me. Oh, that's the one uh, you the want? The Lego City one. Like, well, no, 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 no. The Star Wars one is, is, is probably the one I would go with, but I do love a good Lego City. Yeah. You know? There's also Lego Friends. I don't know what in the world that is. I've never oh, seen that's that before. Oh, it's, it's a cool series. Like, it's they've got, um, like, houses and things like that. The figures are slightly larger, which is cool. So they're for, like, a little bit, huh. uh, like, younger kids sometimes. Is it, like, uh, Duplo? Sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's similar to, like, Duplo in that way. Interesting. It's like it's like a like basically like a a offshoot of like oh yeah we we want these like things to be you know a little bit more accessible for younger age groups, and so you know so they have like Duplo and that's like the really young and then they have like the Lego Friends which is like the next step up from that and then you know so it goes on from there so cool um, yeah so let's talk about these real quick so. Um, basically, uh, if, you, if you don't know what an advent calendar is, in the days leading up to Christmas, you can open up like each single day, and there's like a little Lego figurine inside there. And so it's kind of like, and it's, I mean, I don't think I'm trying to look at the box. They don't really, they have some on the outside of the box, but like if you're, you're just wanting your like kid to be like super surprised every single time, you don't have to show them <laughs> that part of it. Sure, sure. Um, so it's kind of a mystery, kind of like a gift every single day leading up yeah. to Christmas, which is super cool. And the way that they open, the way that they design the boxes most of the time is like you open one at a time, like it's a little flap, yeah. and there's like a separate compartment for each like each day. And it's the you know these are the these are like you can get ones of different lengths. And I guess like you know these are themed for Christmas, but like you know in the holiday season, but like you you could technically do them any time of the year. Like if you got this right now, you could yeah, count down to fun. Halloween. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure. That's, I mean, but, you know, I don't know. Anyway, I, mean, I guess I'm just trying to, just trying that to say zero sense. that makes that zero if, sense. That if has, people, they have, they have Christmas lights on here, <laughs> you know, if people didn't want to wait, they they could do them one day at a time, counting to whatever day they I'm, wanted I'm gonna to. I'm going to tell them they should just not even buy this product and give it to somebody <laughs> who wants it to use um, it in the right way. <laughs> Some child but, uh, who is looking forward to Christmas and needs Lego toys every single day. I mean, you know, that's it's people can do once once they purchase it, they can do whatever they want with it. Anyway, so Chris, so the, the where do you want to start? Which one of these uh, these advent calendars do you want First, to start? I want to say I want to I want to stop for a second. I want to be like I want to just say how ridiculous that is. Number one, it's like yeah, cool. Uh, you should buy this bicycle, <laughs> and uh, you never ride it. Just run it over with your car every day, and that's great. Yeah, yes. The answer is yes, you can do that. <laughs> is that absurd? Yes, it is an option. You know, but it's <laughs> I'm not going to encourage it. <laughs> um, so let's go through. So like the the leg i don't want to like you know spoil it all but like the you can look on online if you want to look up all these but like the uh overall theme there's for the lego set is looks like it's like the first season of the mandalorian oh for the star wars set you mean yeah for the star wars set. sorry star wars i'm on the star wars set start with the star wars set yes it looks like uh and i think the standout here is um the mandalorian and baby yoda um i'm also seeing um the ig unit um Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. There's uh, an X-Wing, um, maybe the one that was in the cave. That was season two, though. 
I think. Mm, it, well, okay. So there was there was an X wing in season one because Where? like in the prison oh, episode. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I remember that. I remember that. Um, but there was not. No, there was. It was in the last episode. This, there's a, there's like a little Tie Fighter as well. So yeah, yeah. like this like this set is the one that stands out to me as like oh man, like there's the minifigs in this one in particular are very very cool. Yeah. Um, there's also, so the, in the Avengers, Lego Avengers set, um, I'm looking at it right now. I think the standouts for me are, um, Spider-Man with a churro. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, a, uh, Tony Stark with his mask off. Yeah. And so like, I like, I like the, on with the Christmas sweater sweaters. Like they've got yeah. like holiday, like holiday sweaters. Got, like, scarves on. and stuff like that on, you know, yeah. um, there's, there's, this one's yeah. interesting because there are some like action kind of uh kind of elements in here like where it's like oh the blasters or the jetpack or like whatever yeah. like they've got the flames and stuff in there so I don't know how that this all plays yeah, in. This, this one's a little more specific and it's weird because there's like here's Avengers Tower but it's super small. Right, right. It's like a tiny little little model of uh, of Avengers Tower or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and I feel like this one's like a little bit more abstract in that way where it's like, okay, you wouldn't necessarily combine this with your other sets and, and, you know, or anything, but it is very cool to, to have these, uh, these small little, little models of these things. So, so I'm looking at the, uh, the Harry Potter advent calendar. Um, and this one, it looks like, oh, why, why can't I zoom in on that? Okay. Uh, it just kind of looks like some normal stuff. It doesn't, I don't even know what. If this is like just pretty generic Harry scene. Potter stuff. <laughs> yeah, this is not like mind blowing. There's like a Christmas tree. Anyway. That's the holiday theming. See, Chris, if you were gonna do this one for uh, October or something, like it this makes one, sense. Mo- yeah, this one could make sense for October because <laughs> it's very, you know, like. Uh, but although, like, I always like for some reason always perceive uh, Harry Potter as Christmas movies. What? What? I, don't, I just I don't know. I always just want to watch them around Christmas time. It's the, the, I mean, it, it takes place over the course of the whole year, and they start in like July. <laughs> but like, but then they always have Christmas happening. I mean, they ha- they have Christmas like for for two seconds, and then you, then it, they end it, and it's like springtime. I'm not I'm not trying to explain it. Just saying this is not as <laughs> so the Lego City set. Okay, this is a little more Christmassy. They have Santa inside yes. um, a man. The Lego site just sucks. Well, so, so I can expand right it if now. you tap the thing up in the upper right corner, but then you can't zoom in from there. It's like stuck. Uh-huh. It's just like, what the heck is this? Uh-huh. Oh, you tap it once. Tap this tap the picture once. But then I can't a, move it around. Yeah, you can. Drag your finger around. Back and forth. Oh left and right. This is the dumbest thing I've ever it's seen. It's very about. strange. It's it's not conducive to uh to to being user friendly. But yeah, no. there's some cool stuff in here, you know. It's, it feels like it's it's it pretty looks generic. Like too. On a train, right? Is yes. that what's happening? Yeah, yeah, okay. it is. Yeah, so you have a Santa, and you have a train. Um, there's like some like other like car things that are kind of cool, I guess. This one the, also is not is... super like wintry or anything. Like there's well, a snow no, I, snow I, person. I, oh, not wintry, but like it's definitely like there's they have scarves on. There's a Santa Claus. There's a snowman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a guy in a top hat. Looks like Bob Cratchit. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so there's there's more stuff here than in the. Uh, Harry Potter Fine. one, but like they're more they're more generic looking, just like construction sure. worker, and like yeah. I'm just not into that really. Or a, t- a table set with like a turkey and a candle, like yeah, yeah these are very generic. Okay, so then the, let's look at the the Lego Friends okay. Advent Calendar. 
Um, and again, I don't I really understand. This one oh, seems a little I bit see. more Christmassy. Um, yeah, there's like uh, there's like there's like a piano with some music sitting on it. There's like a cat with uh, on top a of a hearth. table. Yeah, yeah. No, this is, is Christmassy. The, the other one was Christmasier. Oh, here's a Christmas tree. There's a, there's a snow snow folk like a snowman, and there's like what is like that? That's, yeah, that that's there? what I want. It's like more Christmassy things, but there's like a uh, there's like a lamp post with a wreath on it in this one. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, you got some. I some mean, Christmassy. So. Stuff. If I'm going to pick one, you know, I would pick the Mandalorian one, obviously. Yeah, the Lego Star Wars, clearly. Yeah. Clearly. Um, If I was going to pick, like, a runner-up, it would be, surprisingly, the Avengers one. (laughs) That's the one I was, like, least interested in. Well, cool. Star Wars all the way. That's what we both say. Yep. Get the Star Wars. It's 40 bucks. Amazon right now. Get it before it's sold out. Well, that's all we have for this week, John. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Next week, um, it might be uh, be you and, and someone else. Yeah, um, like maybe yeah, yeah. a Cody Moffat or something like that. Yeah, if you're maybe, listening, Cody, uh, we're coming for you. Um, or John's I mean, coming for you. I mean, maybe not physically. <laughs> no, but he's he's coming at. He's going to send a messenger to your home, and he's going to break in and uh, nail something to your headboard, ooh, your bed frame, this and is, that's uh, that's not going to happen. He's not going to do any damage, but that's it's fair. going to. To lightly, lightly threaten that you need, you're gonna come on the show. It's gonna uh, break breaking and entering, you know. But like, it's not gonna do any damage. No, no, he's gonna he's gonna use putty, put it in your keyhole. He's gonna use that to create a mold of your key, and then he's going to use a key what? to get into your house. That's not how that's not how it works. Usually, you that's use the putty 100% to get how to get the key. Keys work. That and is, then you put the put the key down, and you get the mold of the key, and then you make a new key with that mold. Like it's. I mean, you, you don't do put that the, too. You, you don't may, put maybe, the putty maybe. inside of the lock. That's just going to ruin the lock. It's I mean, get stuck in there. Maybe it's possible. It's anything's possible. I mean, the tumblers are in there. Like they're not in the shape of whatever your key shape is. Like <laughs> that's Listen, not okay, how the inside of a lock. How works. he does it? He he puts the putty inside. Aww. It damages the key so keyhole so much. He has to replace it. But then. <laughs> Look, wait, there's a traveling key uh, or uh, lock salesman uh, who shows up at the door and he says, I can replace your your damaged lock for you. And Cody says, yes. But that guy also has a set of keys and he's going to break in to Cody's house and leave him a message from, from us saying he needs to come on the show. This is just, this is a very complex way of, of asking someone to be on the I mean, I prefer to do things the hardest way possible. It's just the most roundabout way. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would prefer probably just like, you know, send him, send him a text, give him a call. Well, I, mean, I don't whoever, know. Whoever gets to him first. So you better <laughs> text him now. Okay. Uh, here's the, here's what the, th- here's the threat that I'll, I'll go back and I'll, I'll make the threat of I'm coming for you digitally via texts. There you go. It's, it's a big threat. You can find us online at stayintargetpodcast.com on social at chrisright250. And johnright777. And at stayintargetpod. Please go to your podcast service of choice. Review us. Tell all your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay Stay on on Target. Target.